Hello and welcome back to another video. This is American English with this guy. I'm this guy. My name is Brent. I've been an English teacher in the United States for about 20 years. The goal of this channel is to help you with your English. And the goal of this video is a little bit different from all the rest. Here you will find 10 mini lessons that I originally did on Instagram, but were really too short to put on YouTube. So what I did was I combined all of them into these mini lessons to make this one larger video. But maybe you don't want to sit through every mini lesson. If you check in the description box below, you will see each mini lesson listed out and then you can hop to the mini lesson you want to see the most. Or if you want to watch them all, sit back, relax, maybe take some notes and learn some English along the way because all of the lessons are in short, easy to understand English. Hope you enjoy. Thanks for your support. See you next time. Instagram, Facebook, what's going on? I hope everyone is having a good Halloween this morning on my YouTube channel, American English with this guy. I did do a live stream. We talked about Halloween. Right now, I just released a video with some Halloween vocabulary, but I forgot a term that I want to teach you right here on Instagram, maybe Facebook. You might be watching on Facebook, but that term is blood curdling. Blood curdling. And you'll often hear that as a blood curdling scream. So when someone is really scared, they might let out a blood curdling scream. And if you've never heard the word curdle, it's a verb. And we usually use it with milk. When it spoils and milk gets chunky, we call that curdling. And if someone is so scared they let out a blood curdling scream, well, their blood doesn't actually turn chunky, of course, but it's almost like it has curdled. So a blood curdling scream, blood curdling. Somebody might do that if they're really scared. And a lot of people get really scared on Halloween. Thanks so much for watching. See you next time. Instagram, Facebook, what is going on? I have a question that came to me from the Discord server for members of my YouTube channel. And Elena was wondering about shopping spree. Yes, that is a thing. Basically, anytime you hear spree in English, think of like doing the same thing many times. So a shopping spree is used here in the United States. If someone goes on a shopping spree, that means they do a lot of shopping, probably different places, probably all in one day. And a lot of times, if you go on a shopping spree, you also go on a spending spree. A spending spree is when you spend a lot of money different places, at roughly the same time. Unfortunately, there is a negative term used with spree, and that's a shooting spree. Sometimes that also happens in the United States when usually one person, maybe two, will go to a place and shoot a lot of people. 
That is called a shooting spree. If you would like for more uh, longer lessons, check out my YouTube channel. It's called American English with this guy. And be on the lookout because I might go live here again on Instagram or Facebook really soon in the near future. Thanks so much for watching. See you next time. Look at this. We have a, an election about a week away. And oftentimes when you're not here, they will put little, I would call this a door hanger, on your door. This one is for a candidate named Sarah Gideon. She's running for Senate. And that is Susan Collins, her opponent. And they were here yesterday. Got another one for Sarah Gideon. So there's a little American culture there for you right before election day. If you're looking for more election day lessons, take a look at my YouTube channel, American English with this guy. I did a lesson on how Americans elect their president. And I just put one out yesterday, how Americans choose a vice president. Thanks for checking out my Instagram or my Facebook. See you next time. Instagram, Facebook. How are you guys? It's Friday and it's flannel Friday at my school where I teach. I'm not sure if a lot of places in America, the United States has something called flannel Friday, but in my neck of the woods, we do. And some Americans will say my neck of the woods to talk about where they live. So where I live in Maine, I think other places in New England actually have something called flannel Friday in the fall and the winter, but I have on my flannel shirt today because it's Friday. So a lot of teachers that I teach with wear flannels on Friday because we can dress down. We don't have to dress up. When you dress down, at least as a teacher, that means you can wear jeans and you can wear flannels. If you dress up, it means you're a little bit fancier. If you're a woman, you may wear a dress. Or if you're a guy who likes wearing dresses, you might wear a dress. And gentlemen might wear a collared shirt. And th This has a collar, but it's not what I would call a collared shirt or a dress shirt. A lot of English that I didn't expect to explain on this mini lesson. I meant to only do neck of the woods and flannel Friday, but there were a couple bonuses there about dressing up, dressing down, collared shirt, and dress shirt. Hope you enjoyed it. If you want more lessons like this, check out Instagram or Facebook. If you want longer lessons, check out my YouTube channel, American English with this guy. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Facebook, Instagram, how are you? Got a mini English lesson here for you. I was just talking with one of my friends and I said, that's a no-brainer. And I thought, if you were learning English, you might want to know this term because you might sound a little more like a native if that's what you want. So when Americans say, that's a no-brainer, it means they don't even have to think about it. It's a definite yes when someone asks them a question. So let's give a couple examples here. And I, I love to use this example of this party, Friday night. 
Maybe you are interested in a good-looking girl, good-looking woman, maybe a good-looking guy, whatever you're into. And you know they're going to be at this party Friday night. And one of your friends asks, hey, do you want to go to this party? You could be like, that's a no-brainer. Like, you definitely want to go there because you might get to talk to that person you really like. It's a no-brainer. Here's another example. What if your boss comes to you at work one day and says, hey, do you want to raise? Do you want more money? Pfft, yeah, that's a no-brainer. I don't even have to think about that answer. It's, it's a yes. So that's what a no-brainer is. When somebody asks you a question, you say, that's a no-brainer, means you don't even have to think about it. Hey, do you want a free trip to the United States? No-brainer. I don't have to pay? Yeah, I do. All right. I hope that helped you with your English. Hey, I just did a live chat over on my YouTube channel. There's a link in the bio. I was celebrating a odd number of subscribers. Was it 2630? But during that live stream, I wanted to let everybody know that you should celebrate even your small successes in learning English. It doesn't have to be passing a major test. Maybe you just finished reading a book, or maybe you just finished reading a page, or maybe you found 15 minutes out of your day in which you could study English. Celebrate those small things in your English learning. Thank you so much for tuning in. See you next time. Facebook, Instagram, how's everything going? Today I'm going to talk about two phrases in the English language that sound very similar but mean very different things. Over the weekend, I was watching a great channel. Check it out, Rod VIP IDP. He's a Brazilian English teacher, a very good one. And he was doing an interview with one of my friends, Aroni. And in the interview, Aroni said, I used to play tennis or something like that. And when we say, I used to do something, it means you did it at one time, but now you no longer do it. I used to suck my thumb when I was a child. I didn't really, but I definitely don't do it now. Little kids sometimes will suck on their thumb. I used to suck my thumb when I was a baby. But if we say, I am used to, all we're doing is adding that little verb, am, but it totally changes the meaning. I am used to going to bed early. That means I'm comfortable with it. I do it all the time. I am used to getting up early in the morning. I am used to means I do it now and it feels natural. I used to get up early in the morning. That means I no longer do it, but at one time, I did it. Can be so confusing. I am used to, and I used to. I hope that helps. Hope that's not con too confusing. Check out Rod VIP IDP's page. Check out Aroni's podcast if you're learning Italian. Thanks so much for watching. See you next time. 
Hello Instagram, hello Facebook. I just received a question on my YouTube channel. If you haven't checked that out, you might want to. It's American English with this guy. But channel member, Elena, asked about the saying, tad nervous. She was reading an article and saw that it said, tad nervous. Yeah, we use this quite a bit to explain just a little bit like they were a tad nervous before they had to give their speech just just a little bit um, he was a tad upset that I crashed his car just just a little upset maybe there was a good reason maybe it wasn't my fault and I was doing some thinking I don't think we use it when it's a good thing I don't think I would ever say I was a tad happy when my work day was over. So I think we only use it when something is just a little bit bad. All right, Elena, thanks for the question. Check out my YouTube channel if you haven't. Thanks for watching. See you next time.